Bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> I don't have an intro, so um, we're just gonna pretend like that was something that was like really catchy and cute. And um, yeah, um, hello and welcome. This is like my first official podcast. I've done like two in the past, but we've got that mic. It's not the best, but we got that mic. We got that set up. Hello and welcome to Really Riley. Someone send me an audio clip of you saying Really Riley so that I can have an intro or like something. Um, my name is Riley James Rivera and I have something to say. <laughs> um, today. I kind of wanted to touch on something that I spoke about in the in podcast one that I posted, um, and that would be intersectional failure. I mean, I feel like the overarching theme of this podcast, besides just brain dump and mental illness. <laughs> Um, it's just me saying whatever the fuck I want to say, you know, it's going to be like also looked at, I mean, I just like view life through an intersectional lens. I try to girl, I try, um, but like intersection, intersectionality, I feel it's just going to be the common theme, but like today I just kind of want to talk about intersectionality and intersectional failure and just, yeah, um, I just watched that documentary the death and life of marsha p johnson go watch it right after you finish listening to this you should watch it it's so good it's really good very important um i literally started crying like 10 minutes and did not stop the whole time <laughs> um there's like two boys right here outside my house and they're just watching me sit here through the window record this podcast anyway talking about the death and life of marsha p johnson if you don't know who marsha p johnson is, she was a legendary the queen of queens the probably the reason that we had have any sort of gay liberation i mean or i mean she's one of the many people who fought at stonewall a trans woman a black trans woman who was believed to be murdered we still don't know the cause of her death but you know she was there at stonewall she fought back she threw the bricks and then her death kind of just sparked a little revolution and like it all just snowballed and like here we are today i'm allowed to leave my house wearing you know a thong and some what are those little things that the little stickers that you put on your your nipples what are the pasties i could go out in a thong and some pasties and a wig and you know a wear like a pride flag as a cape and like go to the grocery store and like you know vibe <laughs> and that's fine you know and it's all thanks to like her especially um I really ought to like work on having a little more structure. I'm going to get so sidetracked. My like ADHD y'all is so bad. Anyway, black trans women, trans women were really the, they were the ones that founded being gay. Not, you know what I mean? Like they were the ones that did it. They were the ones that fought back at Stonewall. They're the ones that have been getting murdered and beaten and they're the ones that lose their jobs and they're the ones that are just ignored and forgotten about and not given the uh, appreciation and like, ju like justice that they deserve just as people. For the, for the longest time, you know, pride 
started happening. You know, every year Pride happens. This year it's Pride 51, baby. And, um, back in the day when it first started, you know, like trans women led the, you know, the march. Cause they were, you know, it was, they were the ones fighting. But as time has gone on, they have become more and more forgotten about willing. I mean, I won't, I won't call out, you know, every single non-trans gay person and say it was a willing choice to forget them. But, you know, a lot of people just don't know their history. And they just think about pride as a day for themselves and an opportunity to be gay, but you just don't, they don't realize, like, who, who done did that. But anyway, yeah. Oh, um, back, back in the day, um, trans women tried to, like, Sylvia Rivera, um, this is from the documentary, but, like, Sylvia Rivera, like, one of these, uh, uh, a pride parade, I can't remember what year exactly it was, but was promised a, like, a, a time to speak in front of everyone, and It didn't seem like they really wanted her to be doing that. <laughs> so she kind of just forced herself on there. She was like, I have things to say. I'm going to say them. And she got on that stage and the crowd just started booing. It literally broke my heart to just see the like pain in her face. To be, to be the one who, made, who sparked this revolution and made any of this possible. And to just also still be the one facing the you know like brute of the discrimination and it's heartbreaking and like that's like a bit of an, ex an example of intersectional failure i wouldn't say it's the best but like here we have the gay community and they are seeing trans, you know, choosing not to, you know, pretending they do not see the trans community. I mean, learning about the power and the place that, like, trans women had, black trans women had in securing, securing the bag for gays today. And still don't show up for them. Them being trans people. They don't show up. They don't let them speak. They don't fight for them. You know, they're like, oh, I'm gay and I, you know, I support gay rights. But like, what are you doing? Like trans people are still getting murdered. I mean, we have like Nina Pop and Tony McDade and. Monica Diamond, I mean, it's something that is still happening, you know? And it's like, wh how, what are you doing to include these people and support them and validate them? You know? I, I don't know. It's just... It's just confusing to me. <laughs> Like, how you can just see this group of people as not people, you know? Anyway, I just... Intersectional failure, failure really is... Um, inter, let's just... Let's, let's back up. Intersectionality, what is that? Each person has a certain number of intersections on them and i can't think of the right word to take right way to explain this but this was a um this is some like the i guess theory that was spearheaded by uh kimberly crenshaw a black woman and me for example i'm a white cis male 
that's nothing. <laughs> I mean, being being a straight cis white male, that is zero intersections. You are your ground zero. You have really never experienced a day of hardship, true hardship, in your entire life. And, you know, I mean, you can be a straight cis white person, like, you know, born with, you don't have to be like the wealthiest person alive, but like born with money and, and you could definitely still go through some hard things, but it's just, it's not anywhere. You don't have like any life altering fear. You don't have any life alter, you know, like it doesn't, nothing has happened to you or will happen to you that will affect the way that you see the world and go about like pretty much like every decision that you make. You know, you don't have to think about, oh, can I wear these pants? Or am I going to get, is someone going to think this, this about me? You know, is it safe for me to walk home by myself in the middle of the night? Like, am I going to get murdered? You know, there's just, there's, those aren't the things that being a white, cis, straight male, those aren't the things that you experience, you know? And even when you endure hard, endure hardship, like you don't, you know, you have all these structures and systems in place to prevent you from falling, you know. There's just so many safety nets there to catch you when you do evil and awful and problematic things. Anyway, that's ground zero. Uh, me as a, I'm a, I'm a cis white male. but I'm gay. So there's one. <laughs> at least we're not, at least I'm not zero y'all. <laughs> um, you know, and so like being, you know, if you're gay, if you're a woman, that's an intersection. If you are a person of color, that's an intersection. You know, if you are poor, you're homeless. If you're disabled, if you, you're, it's all about like socioeconomic, um, sorry, it's on like your race, your level of education, your sexuality, your gender, whether or not you have disability, the language you speak, the culture you grew up in, you know, like, those are all things that can add up and can make, can cause you to experience, you know, to be marginalized and to be oppressed and a lot of the times all of these things overlap and that's often not considered when you think about the way someone is discriminated against or oppressed or whatever so you just always you know need to be thinking about other people's inter i mean that's something i do i'm always like, okay, so this person I'm sure has gone through many things. I'm sure that they are, have many different intersections. You know, I see that, what you know, whatever, not visible, visible or not visible, you know, you just have to understand that a situation or like experience that someone is having can be so different from the one that you're, you know, if you're experiencing the same thing and the thoughts that you're, you're, you're thinking about, whatever. You just have to put yourself in the, be empathetic, girl. You know, I don't, I think I'm rambling a little bit. I don't, but like, just be a good person. You know? You gotta understand your own intersections and your own experiences or lack thereof. You know, especially, especially if you have a lack of them to, uh, you know, because that, is going to make it so much more difficult for you to be empathetic and and understand the experiences of another individual you know to to the best of your ability you know i think honestly the wildest part about all of this is that like we see intersectionality you know being about you know race class gender sexuality and these are these are all things that 
as a you know nation uh, you know as a country have created as just like as a people have created and like these are all constructs and things that have been made and used as a way to oppress individuals that's what's wild to me because i have been just so anarchical lately you know I, I, I'm just, I'm so ready to just burn everything straight to the ground because I'm like, without these systems and these just like structures in place that are allowing like racism to occur and like homophobia, you know, without that if we, if we like burned everything to the ground like there was no currency, there was no Everyone got everything, you know, truly socialist, just like all of that. Like, how could people be anything other than just good people, you know? Like, if you're on the same level as another person, every, and everyone is on that same level, like, how is anyone going to look at anyone else and think that they're less than, you know? I feel like the class system has been, you know, it's very capitalist and is so just present. <laughs> and I feel like just allows for so much of this oppression to occur. Because it's not necessarily the people that are bad. I mean, we see billionaires and, um, you know, they should not be allowed, be able to exist. That shouldn't be like how could what are you what are you gonna do with all that money girl what do you why do you need that much huh when there's people out here that are dying when there's people out here who just need help even just the tiniest amount but and it's not those people that are i mean i think i mean where's the guillotine i'm so ready y'all like let's get to the streets i'm ready whose head's rolling first y'all um but I, you know, like at the end of the day, I really don't think it's these people that are the, that are bad people. I think it's just this system that is allowing them to be billionaires, allowing them to be police with and 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 exude all this power. And it's just all these systems in place that are allowing giving people the opportunity and power to be so awful, and also. I mean, you have to think about the the pressure. I I mean, I'm not trying to validate any, you know billionaires' experiences or whatever, or anyone any of these awful evil people's experiences. But like, in it with a system that is so like that is the way. It's just the way it is. Like you have to think about the how they must feel like they need to like they can't like stray away from it. I don't know. But I just, I, I, I really feel like without these systems in place, if everyone was just, as human beings, we're just all viewed equally as human beings. Like I get, you know, if you're a brain surgeon or whatever, or you're doing like, that, like that's hard work, you know, but like, or you maybe you went to school and spent so much time studying, like, I'm, you know, whatever, but you can get like a bigger house. Sure, girl, you can have a boat, but like, why do you need, a, who needs a billion dollars? who you know and like what really at the end and like what are they even do? they're not even doing anything like they just they just came up they came up with something and for whatever reason you know they just extorted people and be that that behavior is being celebrated and now they have a billion dollars and you know what the fuck are they going to do with it they're not going to spend it they're not going to give it to anyone what are they going to why i don't get it i don't understand <laughs> you know we just uh, but like without the system in place, you know, they really have no other opportunity than just to be good people. You know, I really sat down <laughs> 20 minutes ago. We're 20 minutes in. I sat down about 20 minutes ago. I said, I'm going to talk about intersectional failure. And here I am popping off about socialism and just like billionaires and shit like that i mean yeah i guess that's 
that's that's it y'all like i'm gonna be my, i i'm just an adhd little crackhead and i'm gonna pop off about whatever i want to say because i do have a lot to say i just you know i'm worried i'm gonna get burnt out oh i'm worried that i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna say all the words in my brain and then i'm just gonna be empty i'm just gonna be a little husk nothing to uh nothing to say you know I'm going to try and space these podcasts out so that I don't get, you know, too burnt out, so that I do have things to say, so that I can, you know, talk about my experiences from, like, the past week or whatever. Like today, for example, y'all, oh, my coworkers are, actually, that's redacted, I'm not going to talk about that on here, (laughs) anyway, um, Really though, like I, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know everything about socialism and like that I pretend to, to pretend. I'm, I'm not gonna pretend to know, honestly, even anything about it. But I just don't understand why it is such like a frightening concept for people. I get that they're capitalist little piggies and like they just want to be able to have the chance and opportunity to own and possess as many things and just as much stuff as they could ever possibly want but it's like why (laughs) like why you know like why is the idea of being of everyone being treated equally and like just getting you know like you go to work girl and you're doing the thing that you love the most in the world like that you've you know worked so hard to get to you've like gone to school for like eight years and now you're a you know, whatever, you're a doctor, you're a teacher, who the, whoever, and you're, you're contributing to the overall continuation and, like, success of us as a, you know, planet of people, and that's great, and, like, so, if you're doing that and it's something it's literally the thing that you love the most in the world like it's your dream job why is the thought of you know being able to do that and live comfortably so frightening people just are so so racist and so they ooh, just i think the idea of just every like all these people everyone ever that means everyone like the homeless people you know, every single person on the planet, you know, living comfortably is frightening to them just because they're racist and they're homophobic and they're all of that. Because, <laughs> um, like, honestly, like, why is that? Why is that so bad? I don't understand. How could you just care so little about people? And, like, and I feel like another thing that people say is, like, they're like, oh, well, like, who's going to work at a fast food restaurant? Like, who's going to do these? And who's going to do that? And, like, no one wants to do that. No one wants to do construction work, you know? But, like, girl, if I, I don't know if Starbucks would be my dream job. I'm a barista at Starbucks. I don't know if Starbucks would be my dream job. But, like, I would love to be a bartender. That sounds so fun. And it's, like, kind of a similar vibe. Um, But I'm like, if I could you know, go to work, you know, make these drinks and, and, you know, chat up, cuss, definitely not during this COVID time, you know, because that's not a possibility or lobby. We only let so many people in at a time, but like to just like sit and, you know, talk to people like all day, every day, like, and connect with, you know, at my store, we see like, so we see like several thousand people like every single day. And a lot of them are regulars, you know, and Bellingham is only so big, but like, I don't know, getting the chance to like rack their brains a little bit and like talk to like, it's fun. And if I could do that and know and not have to worry that I'm getting paid minimum wage or not have to like get angry when someone drives away and not, and they, you know, forgot to give me their two cent tip, like, <laughs> And, and just, like, know that I'm going to go home to, like, a safe, comfortable house. Like, why, I, like, that is, like, that's not an awful way to live, I think, because I would just be happy, you know? I, I myself, like, I don't think I could do that because 
there's just so much I want to learn. And so, so I just want to grow so much and I just have big, big dreams and goals, but I feel like a lot of people like doing something like that and just being happy would be so like, you'd be so content with that. It's just so frustrating. Like, I don't know why those type of jobs are just looked down upon so much more than the other, like being what, like a CEO, like what you wake up and you do nothing and yeah. And yeah, yeah, pull back on your labor and your wages and yeah, for people that have built this company for you, like, wow, girl, ooh, the power, mm, like, shut the fuck up, dog. Anyway. Y'all, I honestly should just run for president. <laughs> Could you imagine? Riley Rivera. Free plastic surgery for all. I don't know. I just... I do have big ideas and I do have lots of things to say, but also, like, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just a big, dumb bitch. I'm literally so dumb. But, like, I'm just so curious. I'm literally cat. I just want to... I just... That didn't make sense. But I just want to, like, know everything about everything. And I want to hear what everyone has to say. I'm like, change my mind. I have such strong opinions and it might seem like I'm really like jaded and that I'm really like stuck in my ways, but that's just because I know I'm right. <laughs> that's just because like, I just have thought about, you know, whatever we're talking about so thoroughly that I feel so right about it. But like, I, I'm, I'm so curious, like, please give me like a, give me a, give me a reason not to believe what I believe. Like, you know, you just got to like back it up thoroughly, you know, have like valid reasoning and logical, uh, you know, whatever, you know. Honestly, I feel like these podcasts are going to end up being so boring, but that's fine because I'm really just out here doing this for myself. But like, let me because I'm just, oh, God, I just have such bad ADHD. <laughs> And I just get distracted very easily. I need, I'm, I need to just structure these babies a little bit more. But let's try and get back on the topic of just being gay. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I spent time with a friend yesterday and we, um, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about a lot of things I've already said, but like um, we were talking about voguing. And honestly, uh, sickening love. We love voguing. We love voguing. Um, and it's honestly, it all just kind of, everything kind of ties together. Cause we like, we look at voguing and it was this, you know, wave expression and dance, you know, that was prominent in like black queer communities. And we got from that, like, house culture and we got balls ball you know balls being i mean i guess i could relate it to like rupaul's drag race but it kind of wasn't the same thing there wasn't you know the judgment you know bitches were shady bitches are that you know gays are gays <laughs> and bitches gonna be shady but like you know it wasn't so you know it didn't have to be so perfect it didn't have to be so this or that you know there were themes and you just you walked you walked for the ball and you wore you know the outfit and yeah yeah you were the house down boots sickening yes queen yes god yeah 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 gaga yes yes sickening no yes um anyway that was awful um Yeah, voguing was just so prominent in the in in balls and house culture and all of that. And then we got Madonna, and she said, "Oh, y'all be voguing? <laughs> oh, work! All right, girl." And so she came out with that song, Vogue. And then voguing was suddenly something everyone knew about. It was suddenly like a mainstream thing and something that everyone was looking for and, and brands were looking for and 
you know, because it was this like, you know, new thing and it was so cool and hip and whatever, you know, overlooking the queer aspect of it and all this stuff, but which is and like Madonna doing that. I honestly don't, I guess, know super well the facts, but I believe that Madonna had a respect for voguing and her coming out with that song and all that really wasn't the most problematic thing because she did have like a respect and like appreciation for the origin, but uh, you know, who am I? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just out here saying things with no background knowledge. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but like it was good because it gave these people who had been, you know, going to balls and getting, you know, the cops were coming and beating the fuck out of them and they were being put in jail and like they were being, you know, it was, you know, people saw them voguing on the streets and were like, oh, what the fuck? Ew, gross. And now all of a sudden they were like this hot thing. And I feel like it's good because now, you know, gave them an opportunity to be validated and valued by society. But like, I feel like the circumstance and like the willingness not to see you know like the true origin of things and the true just like there was just no appreciation and i feel like that is the biggest pro problem with like cultural appropriation and all that is like it wouldn't be such a bad thing if people knew the history and had a real true appreciation for the thing that they were appropriating you know And I'm not saying, like, just because you have those things nowadays, you can't, you know, wear a headdress or, you know, culturally, culturally appropriate someone's whatever. Um, because, you know, just, you just gotta, you just gotta refrain. You just gotta refrain because, you know, it's just gotten so bad and bitches be so dumb and whack. So we're just out here in solidarity by not being disrespectful. <laughs> But I feel like if as, as like in a society we like saw voguing or what you know when it came out and it was like oh like what is that <laughs> even just like ask the question <laughs> and like took the time to learn about it took the time to learn its origin and like appreciate it then it would be different I, you know but bitches just be so racist and be so awful that they they just don't they choose not to see they don't want to see they don't want to know they don't want to know that they're doing something that was created by the black queer community by like trans women and all this stuff they don't want that they don't want to be associated with that you know but it's this cool new dance that like everyone loves or whatever but bitches just be racist bitches just be so problematic and dumb but i'm dumb but like i'm i'm just empathetic <laughs> like wouldn't it just be like kind of crazy if like white people straight white people especially but like white people in general just kind of like took the time as a as a just race of people just took the time to stop stop worrying so much about other people and just like what if what if they what if we developed culture <laughs> what if we had any culture you know to call our own and like what if we spent the time developing culture instead of stealing it from everyone around us and then claiming it as, as our own, you know? <laughs> like, what if, girl? Ooh, that'd be so crazy. <laughs> Honestly, it's because these bitches be lacking intersections. They just cannot, like, take a second to put themselves in the shoes of others and, like, put them, you know, like, that. They be, they're like, oh, you know, I can wear this native headdress it's cute it would look good on me so like what's the problem you know and because they just don't know they just don't know what it's like to be even even like white women be out here like pro so problematic and like y'all are still women y'all are still 
at you know an intersection y'all still be facing just like discrimination but it's because like as a as a white woman all of that you still all of the things you face are still like you still have all these systems in place to support you as a white person and to, to keep you from being so oppressed and that's sometimes especially when you are born into like really wealthy conservative families you just can overlook that um but yeah i just i just don't fuck with with you know bitches that aren't broken bitches that aren't haven't gone through things if you haven't experienced trauma and like you don't have you know different intersections like who are you what are you like you just a lot of the times when i meet straight cis white men i just I just get so exhausted because I think to myself, like, oh, God, I have to treat this bitch like a child because I can't just, like, say things like, if for whatever reason we're talking about something maybe a little controversial, I can't just say, like, oh, well, yeah, it's because she's a woman. That's why it was so hard for her. Or, like, that's why that experience was so taxing, you know? It's because she's a woman. Or it's because... Like, they just don't know. They don't get it. They don't, they cannot put themselves they can, in any anyone else's experiences other than their own. They just are not able to do it. And it's just exhausting, bitch. It's literally so tiring. Because, like, I'm like, do you expect me to sit here and explain to you every possible thing that has affected like whatever decision this person has made this why this girl isn't talking to you anymore like or what i don't fucking know whatever there's just so many things and if you can't take the time to even leave your own shoes like it's just not worth it they're just why do white like how do they have rights they literally don't deserve the right to vote but yet they're out here leading everything. I'm just like, y'all are the ones. Y'all are the ones that should be at the bottom of the ladder. Y'all just don't know shit. <laughs> Oof. Anyway, I'm sitting in this, in a room that's like attached to my bedroom in my house. And um, let's <laughs> close your eyes for a second. <laughs> Let me just take you there girl it's literally just like all wooden it looks it's just kind of like a little murder dungeon just a little bit if like a murder dungeon and like an attic had a child that would be where i'm sitting right now but there's a little window right in front of me right in front of my desk here and across the street from our house is you know an apartment complex and tattoo shop and i just keep seeing people moving girl i can't stop thinking about i'm moving out in like not even that long it's the 10th now my lease ends on the 29th oh god y'all i'm so not looking forward to moving bitch moving is probably the worst fucking thing in the world i'm literally out here like talking about oppression and intersectionality and then i'm like but like honestly though like <laughs> moving sucks it's the worst thing it is the worst thing anyone could ever go because <laughs> i'm like i drive a purple pt cruiser i am the grandmother of bellingham and i have so many things i just oh my god like how am i supposed to move and i'm like can, can, can i get a u-haul y'all i like i don't want to have to ask my dad for help you know with his truck Ugh. why do trucks exist i get like the utility of a truck you know the function of a truck like is is beneficial but like bitches that are out here like i want to drive a truck because trucks are cute like what the who who hit you in the head with a baseball bat when you were you know three months old like <laughs> literally what the fuck y'all think y'all talk about mental illness that what mental illness is that y'all think trucks are cute i'm sorry 
Y'all are wild. <laughs> anyway, like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to ask my dad to come up here. You know, he's a straight white cis male who, oh God, he just, like, I literally can't talk to him about anything, anything at all. I can't tell him about any experiences that I have or hardship or anything because he just doesn't understand it. And he just thinks he just gets ideas in her, in his mind that are inaccurate and just, I, it's, uh, it's just so, I literally even like spending just like five minutes with this man. It's just so taxing. Watch him listen to this and stop. He'll just stop giving me money. I'll don't send this to him. <laughs> I'm currently Googling how old do you have to be to get a U haul? All right, drum roll. Oh my god, you only have to be 18. Wait a minute. Wait. I thought you had to be like old, like to, okay, first of all, rent a vehicle. Don't you have to be like 25? You have to be like 25 to like rent a car. So why, how can I rent a car? But like, because it's from U-Haul. I, what? I also thought you weren't allowed to like drive big old trucks without like a special license. Y'all. U-Haul really, really, oh my gosh. She's really out here pulling the, pulling the pad, girl. She really got all the tricks up her sleeve. She said. She said, oh, those are those rules. She said, oh, laws. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm super. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to move you guys. With my new roommates, it's going to be so good. I'm, you know, I'm excited to be I'm excited to be moved. And be in my new apartment. Oh, my God, y'all. Having. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be legal for a house with more than, I think, two bedrooms to have only one bathroom. It should be, that sh that's a hate crime, y'all. It's literally a hate crime. Like, I, this new apartment that I have is going to have three bathrooms, but I currently live with three other people and we have one bathroom. Girl, if I want to take a shower that is like an hour long and I want to like blast, you know, my gay tunes and i want to moisturize my whole body and like you know shave and do all the things that i do as a person that cares about their appearance <laughs> you know i'm just like i should be able to do that and bitches should still be able to like go to the bathroom you know it should be illegal to have only one bathroom it's ugh. So, so awful. I feel like I'm a very ritualistic person. I don't actually know if that's true. I feel like I say that a lot, but I honestly don't really know. <laughs> but like when I take a shower, I usually always like, I do the same thing. I, I, this is why I'm excited to have guests so that I can ask them the uh, important questions. Like, what is your shower? routine because i'm like i usually will wash my face first and then i'll put I'll, I'll shampoo and then i'll put conditioner in and leave it and then i'll like wash my body and like exfoliate and all that stuff and then wash the conditioner out and then i might even cleanse my face again and i do not stray from that pattern Routine. I don't know. Is that just basic? I don't. I don't fucking. Know. I'm like. I'm so different. She's different. She puts shampoo in first. No, I y'all. I I condition my hair first, and then I put shampoo in because I'm different. I'm quirky. <laughs> you know. I read. Um. I saw the most. Uh. I saw this thing on tumblr but it was like twitter posts you know how would be um it was about lego in this these times these these times of infringing basic human rights in these times of undervalued black people um lego 
I'm I'm thinking about like corporations like that. You know, I mean, we live in a capitalist um society, and it's it's fucked up, y'all. It's fucked up, and every single um big corporation is awful just by association with capitalism. But I mean, we do. I mean, since we, do, I'd rather live in this capitalist society and support the the uh, these brands that are at least putting in an effort and attempting to appear better than they actually are you know what i mean versus the ones that are out here openly donating money to the spawn d trump of satan satan himself you know like but anyway back to what i was saying i saw this thing in uh lego lego I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. <laughs> We're talking about Legos. Um, Lego donated like $4 million to, we will donate $4 million to, don to, to organizations dedicated to supporting black children and educating all children about racial, and racial equality. And I'm like, work, bitch. I mean, that's the time to do it. Because like, no one is inherently racist this, and all this shit because this is something that we as a society have created because like bitches but like do people believe that racism is something that no nah there's no way anyway but also not only are they donating all that money they are also guess what pulling all of their lego sets and like pulling all the funding and marketing for their lego sets that are um about the police <laughs> and that's like i mean i don't know if y'all have been to target ever but like or like walk through like the lego section but usually or seen the commercials i mean like i feel like lego is usually like not that they're like police supporters you know but they a lot of their sets be about i don't know i guess it's just as a child could be exciting but they they're pulling like all of their sets that have that which is so wild all the police themed sets and characters it's like a you know it's like a decade-long staple of fucking lego it's so crazy and also not only their police sets but also their lego architecture white house set i'm like y'all y'all already know legos fucking said burn it down lego's like if we're burning it down i'm in <laughs> she said i'll lego said girl i will be in the car when you're ready <laughs> i'm just i'm like what are what what are these other brands doing i feel like if you are are if you as a brand are not like like i shouldn't have to search for it you know if you as a brand are not like openly And just proudly fighting for black lives. Then like girl. Just because you have like a one sentence thing on your. Like app or some shit. Like like Amazon be like. I I'm like I don't know y'all. Y'all are y'all are part of the fucking problem. You have so much power and so much money. Like do you. Okay. I feel like. As a billionaire, like, do you understand how many hitmen you could hire? You could hire, like, a hitman to kill, like, every cop in America as a billionaire. Like, that's a lot of money, girl. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I just... And like I was saying earlier, like, I, you know, this, this... I, and I don't want to get too into this, because... This is something that I want to talk about in a different episode, but like, I don't super believe I don't super, I mean, all cops are bastards, period, you know, end of the day, that's it right there. That's done. That's period. They are that they're bastards, you know, I don't make the rules, but, um, also like, I don't believe that they all deserve to die you know i feel like we should definitely be guillotining you know bitches on the in the streets because like otherwise we're not going to be getting changed much unless these bitches are like afraid but like you know at the end of the day i really think they're just people 
and they're just we hold them accountable accountable to the things they have done in this the horrible things that they have done you know but give them the opportunity to become better people dismantle this fucking system that is allowing them to be so awful give them no other choice than to be good people and like then then we can judge them if they still want to be bad people then yes girl the guillotine's right there i got it ready to go you know like <laughs> anyway we're almost at the 15 minute mark i hope you you know if you're still here wow i'm impressed you really the stamina girl i'm impressed um i'm surprised that i i could sit here and talk for that long um i hope you're not too fucking bored out of your mind i hope it was funny and interesting and that we just shared a intimate journey it's just me and you girl i'm just i'm talking to you and you only <laughs> um but i yeah yeah i think this is a good little first episode uh i still need to get like a jingle i still need to get like you know some other things down and i need to start like actually structuring these things and actually like having real information about things before i like start popping off about stuff but like it was fun and i really look forward to like having guests because I, 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 i'm just i want to talk to I want to talk about things. I have things to say, but I also just, I want to talk to things, talk about things to people and to smart people and to people that have strong opinions, you know? Um, but yeah, look forward to a new episode where I'll talk about who the, who knows fucking what, bitch. Who knows? I, 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 yeah. Who, who knows? I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be as political and all this shit in every single one of these episodes. However, that is who I am. And I do have these thoughts and, th and feelings and emotions. And yeah, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going I'm to I'm speak. You know, y'all know I can do it. I really could do it. I really can sit down here every week and pop off for, you know, only an hour. <laughs> that's, that's nothing, y'all. Okay. I don't have an, you know, I don't, I don't have an intro, I don't have an outro, so we're just gonna, I'm just gonna say thank you for listening, if you're here, if you gave up 10 minutes in, I don't blame you, and have a wonderful rest of your day, girl, look forward to the next episode.